0: You know, if you go through Pesach, the Yontuvah of Pesach, the Seder night itself, the houses sparkling clean, the silver is being cleaned, the atmosphere, hopefully, is very, very calm. There's a great aroma of the uh, smell coming out of the kitchen. The Haggadahs are beautifully placed on the table. The man of the house is wearing his kittle. Everyone's wearing their finest Shabbos clothing. The kids are excited for this wonderful moment of the Seder night. This is the moment we've been waiting for, once a year opportunity. Lail HaSeder HaGadah Shel Pesach. It's an unbelievable opportunity. But if you think about it, there seems to be something missing. There seems to be something that we're missing tonight, the night of Seder night, we're celebrating something. We're celebrating our freedom, our coming out of Mitzrayim, which is an amazing accomplishment, it's an amazing thing. And yet, we seem something there is missing. Rav Blach in Shure Hadask asks, Don't you think that we should celebrate Pesach in a totally different way? Don't you think it should be a happy celebration Where we go down into the streets, and we dance, and we have celebrations in every city, celebrating the fact that we don't have a a master of power. we're no longer subject to being slaves. What a celebration, we should make a firework display, it's an incredible celebration. But yet, we're sitting in our homes, and we're saying the Haggadah, And we're going through the Sipi Yetzirah Mitzrayim with our children, with our families around the table. It it, it doesn't sound right. There's something missing. Don't you think if tonight's the night, say the night, is the time that we are celebrating leaving Mitzrayim, we're celebrating being free, that we should celebrate it in a totally different way, totally different to how we celebrate it. And he answers, in his answer, And in Be'ez HaShem, in the next few moments, I'd like to explain that a bit more. He says that it's true, fireworks would be very exciting, and if we go out to the streets and make a concert, we'd have all the latest singers, it would be an exciting event. But it's almost like a firework that goes into the sky that's dark, but fades away after a short amount of time. The excitement is very slowly forgotten. If we would celebrate Pesach with a celebration of an exciting event, of of music, of dancing, of something like that, that would be something that we'd forget very, very, very quickly. But what we're doing on Leil HaSeder is something totally different. The avoider of Leil HaSeder and the avoider of Pesach is a very different avoider to the avoider of the rest of the year. It's the very different avodah to to anything that we do throughout the year. And it's what we do which is self-evident, because over 3,000 years, Klali Yisrael are still getting together. And we're still getting together on Pesach and on Leil HaSeda to celebrate, to understand, to go into depths to exactly what went on, and what exactly happened. You know, Rebbe of once said, and he said he had a Kabbalah from the Vilna Goin. Tremendous thing, a a Kabbalah from the Vilna Goin. And that was, that on the night of Pesach, and I don't know if you've ever counted this, I tried, it's a little bit difficult. But on the night of Pesach, the Vilna Goin said, that there are 64 mitzvahs. Can you imagine? 64 mitzvahs! That's incredible! 64 mitzvahs means... That on the night of Pesach, there are more mitzvahs than any other night of the year. That is incredible. Theoretically, if we could just discuss the question for a moment. Imagine, and by the way, the Chacham Tzvi does discuss it in tshuvas. Just imagine if a person was in prison and he had the opportunity to leave prison for one day in the year. He was given one day that he's allowed to leave the prison. Which day would he choose? He has, a tr- he has a right to choose any day in the entire Jewish calendar. Which day do you think he should choose? Should it be Yom Kippur? What a day. Go to shul, Yom Kippur. What an opportunity. Should it be Rosh Hashanah maybe at least one day to hear the Shaifa. Says the Chacham Tzvi. It should be Pesach. Because Pesach is the one day of the entire Jewish calendar. That we have the opportunity to fulfill 64 mitzvahs in that night. Dora Bonon, most of them, it's true. There are only two Dora Most of them are Dora But again, out of any other day of the year, there is never so many mitzvahs. And we have to ask ourselves the question, which I want to delve into tonight. And that is, you know, men, for example, don't like taking instructions. It's just how we are. Maybe I speak for myself. I don't know. I'll look at the screen. I'll see if anybody agrees with me on the screen. But men don't like taking instructions from anybody. You know, you have a husband and wife, a couple that are driving somewhere. And like, she says to him, I think we're lost. So he doesn't answer. And she says, well, maybe we should ask, instru- no, 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 it's a, I'll figure it out. Don't worry. I'll figure it out. I don't need to, you, know, you open you opened up a new machine. So the wife's like, well, let's open up the instruction booklet. And let, let, let's read it. We'll go through it. He's like, no, 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 no. I don't need to look at instructions. Men don't like taking orders. We don't like looking at instructions. That's just how we are. That's just how it is. How interesting is it? That on the night of Seder night. Every man is sitting there with his Haggadah. And he's opening up page by page. Pick up the kois now. Okay. Cover the matzahs now. Okay. Uncover it now. Remove the plate. This way. That way. Stand. Lean. Backwards. Forward. What is going on? This is the night of Seder. That we are supposedly meant to be representing ourselves as being free men. We are the most tied up. Listen to instruction men ever throughout the Jewish calendar. And this makes no sense. If you think about it, there's no sense. The night of Seder night is the night that we are coming to show we are free. We are free men. Really? So why have you got that book in front of you giving you every instruction that you possibly need? or may? It's it's incredible. If you think about it, why is this Pesach? So I want to talk for a moment. We'll get back to the Seder. I want to talk about matzah, the mitzvah of matzah, the understanding of what exactly is going on with the inion of matzah. So according to many, we and I'm not going to go into too many details at this moment of time. Ramban brings it, Rashi brings it, that one of the reasons that we eat matzah is not necessarily because this is only what they baked when they left Mitzrayim. But it's actually, according to many Rishonim, the bread that they ate while they were in Mitzrayim, which is also incredible. Now, take a moment to think about Matzah. I don't know if you ever gave it such a thought, but really we should. The mitzvah of eating Matzah. So what is Matzah, right? Chazal, we call it Lechem O'ini. It's the it's the bread of a poor man, which according to one pshat is because that's what you are after you buy the matzah, because it's so expensive. But lachamoni means it's poor man's bread. What is matzah? Matzah basically is the same ingredients as challah, as what we eat on a regular Shabbos, but it hasn't been allowed to rise. It hasn't been allowed to rise. If that's the case, so what matzah basically is, is matzah is denied the opportunity of developing it to what it really could be. That's what it is. It's basically bread that we've pushed down, we've suppressed, we have basically denied it from its regular development, and we've stopped it becoming what it really could be. That's an Eved. That's a slave. A slave is a person that is not able to do what he wants. He cannot do whatever he wants, he can't act the way he wants, he can't speak whatever he wants. He can do nothing on his own. He's being suppressed. He's being suppressed from his natural way of going out there and rising up and doing whatever he wants. No, no, we don't allow that. And Eved has to do whatever his master says. And that is what represents matzah. Matzah represents an evidence a slave because that is what a slave in essence is. A slave is someone that's being suppressed. We're pushing him down. No, don't rise up. Don't just do what you want. That's matzah. Challah bread is totally the opposite. What challah is? Challah is a lechem of a of a, of a free person. And it's bread which is given the opportunity to rise. It's opportunity that can go somewhere. That is us when we're free. Us when we're free is we can eat bread. Because bread is something that can just go. It can rise and it can become what it is. Now if you think for a moment a little bit further. Shouldn't it be muta on Pesach to eat bread? And obviously the Torah says it's osa. We're not questioning that. But going into what we just said. That bread is something... Bread is something that a free man eats because bread represents a free person and matzah represents an eved, a slave. So why are we eating matzah on Pesach? Why are we eating matzah on Pesach? Matzah represents a slave. It's slavery. You're, you're an eved. you're a slave. You've got no no nothing of yourself to develop into. So why are we eating that on Pesach? And there obviously is something very, very important over here. And that obviously is that the same thing that represents freedom, the same thing that represents freedom also represents Avdus. Meaning the same food that they ate in Mitzrayim when they were slaves, they also ate when they were leaving Mitzrayim, when they were free people. Why? What's the connection? And how does this apply to us? You know, we live in a society where everything's got to be free. Everything. Everyone has got to do whatever they want. Everyone's got to be able to do whatever they want. You know, we're living in a, in, a, in a society where everyone has to have freedom of speech, freedom of thought, freedom of religion. Everything's got to be do whatever you want. Chazal disagree. Chazal tell us in the famous Mishnah in Pirkei Ein ben choirin Ela, Misha Oisik beteyra. Who's a free person? Who's a really free person? You know who a free person is? someone that is oisik in Torah. Now, once again, we read this chazal, it doesn't make any sense. Really? I'm free if I'm oisik for You mean the fact that when I wake up in the morning, I have to make sure I put my right shoe before my left shoe and wash my right hand before my left hand? And all these laws of everything from the moment I wake up until the moment I go to sleep, this is called being free, honestly. This is your idea of freedom. This is what it means to be a free person. That's not what I consider to be free. But Chazal tell us, yes, you're a ben choirin, you're a free person at the moment when you're oisik betoira, when you have a Torah life. What does this mean? What does this mean? What exactly is going on? And the answer, I think, is very much found in the words of King George. King George of England once said the following statement. He said, freedom isn't the ability to do what you want, but it's the ability... And the opportunity to do what has to be done. And that is what a free person really is. A real free person has the ability to do what he can do. To do what he must do. When a person is totally free, in the English way of saying it, F-R-E-E, when he's totally free, that's hafgaris. That's not real freedom. Because he's subject to all other aspects of his life that are pulling him in different directions. He's not a free person. And let's go to the Haggadah a moment. In the Haggadah, we say that the Russia, the last of the four sons that we mention in the Haggadah, comes along and says a very interesting thing. What is this? What are you doing? What is this all about? How are you celebrating? You're freed with more rules. You're constraining yourself. What's the matter with you people? What's the matter with you Jews? You're constraining everything you do. You can't do it this way. You can't do it that way. Eat the Mari. Yes, leaning. Not leaning the four cups. If you didn't lean, you have to go all over again and start all over again. This is ridiculous. Comes along the Russia And look at the Rasha. And Maha Avaidah avoid the Moloshan Eved, you're a slave, look at you, the Russian walks into the Seder night, he says, you guys are crazy, from Hanukkah you've been cleaning your house for Pesach, you've lined everything with, you know, with silver foil all over the place, you brought in new food, you're sitting at this Seder night with your instruction book, look, listen to 64 instructions, and this is what you do to celebrate freedom, come on, that's ridiculous, ma'avoidah. The Losh and the Russia uses the Alvoida because rules and regulations he says are for slaves and not for free people. What do we answer him and there are many explanations to what I'm about to say. but what do we answer him? Hishinov smash him in the teeth, break his teeth what a What a Jewish answer that is! Break his teeth seriously that's what we do. No, 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 So again, like I said, there are many many answers to what I'm about to say, but one explanation, according to what we're saying is basically what we're saying is, if you're saying freedom means do whatever you want, so what's stopping me from doing whatever I want? I want to break your teeth. That's ridiculous. That's not freedom. Freedom doesn't mean you could do whatever you want. Freedom means the ability to do what you need to do. It's discipline. That's matzah. Matzah is discipline and the same ingredient that combines together to represent avdus, of being afraid is the same thing that symbolizes Kheros on the night of Pesach. And we'll eat that on Pesach. And we'll eat that on Leil HaSeda. We'll eat the Matzah to show. And we will show this in a big way. That this ingredient can go both ways. We can either use it one way, or we can use it another way. On the night of Pesach, we take everything we have. And we say, Rabbi Shalom, you gave us a beautiful life. You gave us a beautiful neshama, a beautiful body. We're able to do so much. What are we doing with it? I want to take a step back as well. Perhaps make it a little bit further as well in this thought. You know, all the preparations of Pesach. Here we go through weeks and weeks of preparations, of thinking, especially now with everything that's going on, what's going to happen? Are we going to go to the hotel? Are we not going to go to the hotel? What's going to be with Pesach? Are we going to manage to go and buy all the kosher food? Is there going to be Tvilas Kalim? Is the mikveh is going to be open? The labran, you can, What's going to be this Pesach? All the preparation that goes through. And why? Simply because the Torah said to destroy Chometz. Chometz for the days of Pesach And sometimes a few days before as well Becomes like the worst enemy Get rid of it You don't want to find it You don't want to see it All the halachas of Bittal All the halachas of being Mavarad the Chometz Of burning it Okay, Nowadays maybe in this, gen- you know, in this year Maybe you can't burn the Chometz But at least getting rid of it What's the point? As we know Pesach is the beginning of the Of the Oymah It's the beginning of Sfirah Sa'oymah We count down our days From Pesach all the way until Shavuos, until Kabbalah Satoya. So it's interesting, if this is the beginning, if this is the beginning of our countdown to Kabbalah Satoya, so what's the grand finale? The grand finale is if this is what Pesach is, where we're getting rid of every bit of chametz. can you imagine what Shavuos is going to look like? But yet Shavuos is totally different. On Shavuos, you know what we do? We find the total opposite that the carbon of Shavuos is actually bread. That we take the item, which on Pesach was the worst enemy. This was like the worst thing possible. It was dirt. Nobody wanted to see any crumb of chomets. And yet, seven weeks down the line, at the grand finale, which we're counting from Pesach all the way till Shavuos, we take the same thing and we make it into the korban. What's the Psha? So the answer is that the Rabboni Shalom wanted to take away something that is our staple food. We can't live without bread. We can't live without bread. Bread is something that's, you know, chametz is in almost so many things. We find that all of a sudden I'm getting questions from people that never made Pesach before. They're like, what? This is Chometz? I never knew that. That's crazy. That's incredible. But at the end of the day, we live off it. And the Rabboni Shalom wanted to take it away. He wanted to take away so that when he gives it back to us, we'll have a much bigger appreciation. And that's what happened on Shavuos. And from Pesach till Shavuos, what we're meant to be accomplishing is, is that appreciation, is taking that which was so oser on Pesach and using it as a carbon seven weeks later on Shavuos. The very same ingredient which is so oser, take it and use it in the right way. And I think that's a message to our lives, that the Rabbeinu Shalom gives us our lives Sometimes Hashem takes things away that we get more appreciation. How true is that this year Pesach Tovshin Pei, twenty twenty, where so many people are stuck making Pesach by themselves. They used to going to hotels. They used to going to their in laws, their parents, their grandparents, and now everybody's stuck at home with their own children, with their own families. We don't, haven't got the luxuries that we normally have. Many of the imported foods that we get, we haven't got. Maybe I'm talking again in Eretz Yisrael, in America, maybe it's not that way. But again, it's the same idea. Sometimes the Rabbein takes something away in order that we appreciate it much more when he gives it back. And that is what the night of Seder is meant to accomplish. The night of Seder is meant to accomplish that when we eat this matzah, this is not just matzah this is Matzah that proves and this shows what our life is what our life can become you know it's very interesting I don't know how many people thought about this you know you get to the end of Seder I don't know how many people are still up and are still sober at this stage but when you get to the end of the Seder you've got a very interesting song you know you've had a whole night of emuna and talking about the Rabbeinu Shalai Sipi and the Mitzrayim and the wine, and the wine and the Matzah and the Choresis it's incredible all of a sudden, towards the end, we finished Hallel. We've done everything. It's been great. What an incredible Seder. We're now going to sing a song, guys. Who knows one? Wow, this is this is really this makes a lot of sense after a night of like thinking about the Rebbeinu and talking about how the Rebbeinu took us out of Mitzrayim and how was the Rabbi Shlomoh only him and not through a Malach, and it's just so much incredible things going on. This is how we end the night. One of the last songs. Who knows one? I know. Yeah. See, uh, you know one. Who knows two? This is a, a joke. Seriously? This is what we do at the end of Seda. Who knows one? What is going on? I saw a beautiful chap. Rivavam Gurevich, live and be well. Shivan said, said an amazing idea. He said, you know what this is? This isn't just a song idea. Yes, it's the Raboini Shalalam. oh, luchois. Oh, we've got the Ovois, the Emois, we go through the whole business. This is the litmus test. This is the litmus test. You know why? Because when you ask a person, let's say a person's a stockbroker. A person's busy on the market, he's looking at the stocks now. Shemirachim is looking every day to see what's going on in the world. You know, and you ask him a few numbers, he's immediately telling you this, that, this, and the other. Because this is what he's holding, this is where he's living. This is where he's at. After a night of talking about Hashem. After a night of expressing our chorus HaToib to the Rabbi Nishlan for everything he did for us and our families. And if not for what he did, we would still be in Mitzrayim as we say in the Agadah. When someone mentions one, what's the first thing you think about? The Rabbi Nishlanim. When someone mentions two, what do you think of the Luchas? When someone mentions three, Avram, Yitzchak and Yaakov. That should be on your mind. That says Ravon Gorovich, Lita, should be on your mind when you hear who knows one, two, three, four. That's how it is. After a night of Seder, that's what you should be thinking. I want to tell you one incredible idea. In fact, it's brought down in the Sefer Rabbeinu Bachai in the Kadakemach on Pesach. He brings the following marshal. It's an incredible marshal. He says there was a child, a young child, whose father was the top manager in the most luxurious hotel. It was an incredible hotel. This wasn't just a hotel. This was the hotel. The most gorgeous building, the most beautiful furniture, the carpet, the chandeliers, the most amazing tablecloth. And then there was the games room, and then there was the theater, then there was the swimming pool, and the bowling alley. It was just amazing. This boy just spent his, basically his childhood, going from room to room to room to room. And it was just incredible. His father was a manager. He was able to do whatever he wanted. And he starts exploring, and as he gets older... He says to his father, tell me, Dad, who's the owner of this hotel? And the father says, I'll be honest with you, my son, I have absolutely no idea. I never met the owner of this hotel. But you know something? My father, he was also the manager of this hotel. And he told me the same thing. And I grew up the same way you grew up. And listen, if the owner hasn't bothered us until now... Then, he's not, then, then I'm not going to bother him as well. But he said, I don't understand. There are so many things I need fixing up. This carpet you know, carpet in that room over there is tearing, and the curtains over there, and the swimming pool needs cleaning. He says, listen here, son. Again, like I told you, if the boss hasn't bothered us, then we're not going to bother him also. Says Rabbeinu Bechai, Rabbeisei Seirishin the Chayvis He says that we do the same thing. We do the same thing. We're living in a beautiful world. Look around. Yes, maybe we can't leave our houses. Maybe we can't do all the things that we're used to. But we know we're living in a beautiful world. The Rabboni Shalom gave us so much good. He gave so much br- bracha and Shefer into our lives. There's so much going on. And you know what people tell their children? They say, listen here, my dear children. This God never bothered me. And I'm not going to bother him. And we'll leave it that way. No, that's a big mistake. The night of Pesach is our opportunity to mention to our children, as the Ramban writes at the end of Parashas Boy, the opportunity that you have on Seder night, you will never get again. The Siata Deshemiah that we have to instill in future generations and in ourselves, and that's also important, before we instill it into others, we've got to instill it into ourselves, that the Rabboni Shonin runs the world he didn't just create the world. He's an oiso awesome like we say in Baruch HaAma. The Rebosham created the world and continues to be here with us. He continues to help us. He continues to continue the world in every possible way. And that is what the night of Pesach is. And that's what we have to understand. I want to tell you a modekah meysa. There was a yid in the camps in Auschwitz. And it was before Pesach. And as before Pesach was coming, he would kept a mental calendar of Pesach is coming in a few weeks. What are we going to do about Matzah? What are we going to do? What's going to happen? So he started managing to find and bribing various officers for some flour. A little bit here. A little bit there. Until he accumulated a nice amount of flour. That he was planning to bake for Pesach. Can you imagine in such circumstances. This was his worry. This was his only she'i his goal. Was to make matzahs for Pesach. Eventually he has enough flour. He manages when it rains to gather in some water. Mixes it together. There's an oven. There's a furnace in some of the buildings that they're allowed to go into. And he puts it there. And secretly manages to bake these matzahs. What an incredible act of a serious nefesh. He does it. He is so excited for Leo HaSeder to come. And be able to be able to climb the midst of eating matzah on Pesach. There happened to be the son of one of a very big rebbe. Who was there at the time as well. And he heard about this. He heard that there was a Yid. There's a Jew who has matzahs. And he was so distraught. I want some of these matzahs. So he found him. And he said please Can I have these matzahs? Can I please take these matzahs from you? And he says, no way, you crazy. I had to wait months of gathering. And he says, I'll give you anything. And tell you what, I'll make you a deal. He says, let me, I'll let you eat the matzah. But give me the mitzvah. Give me the mitzvah. That's what he said. Okay. He said, no problem. You know what, that deal you can have. I bake the matzahs, I'm going to eat them. The mitzvah, no problem. Years later, years and years later. I'm cutting the story very, very short, just to be what's gear to us. Years and years later, the son of the Rebbe died, left the world, and he came back to this fellow in a dream who was still in the world, and he said, you know that matzah, you remember that matzah? That matzah I ate, but you took the mitzvah. Please, give me the mitzvah, whatever you do, I need that mitzvah. And He said, no way. He said, please, I'll do anything, and he came back to him the second night, please give me that mitzvah, I just need that mitzvah. And he went to his rov, and his rov told him, you know what? It's kidai to you, to be mivata. you should give him the mitzvah. And he gave over the mitzvah. But you know what it shows? It shows an incredible thing. The mitzvahs that we do are so incredible. There are opportunities that we have. You know, on Pesach, we are proclaiming that we are the chosen people. Chosen for what? What are we chosen for? We're chosen for a life of a yid. That means on Pesach we're celebrating our birth as a Yid. That we had the s'chus of coming out of Mitzrayim and keeping the Torah. That is exactly what's going on on Leila Seda. On Leila Seda, yes, we have all the mitzvahs. And yes, we're not celebrating it with fireworks, with excitement, with concerts. That's not the way to celebrate it. The real way to celebrate Torah. The way to show the rabbi Shalom that we are your people is by doing his mitzvahs. Is by taking on his mitzvahs, of being mekubbel his mitzvahs with an ava with a love, and to think about our relationship with Hashem, and that's something, especially in these times when Klal Yisrael are going through such a tsora, such a hard time. What's going on in the world? In any place in the world, people are experiencing such tsoras. What we have to do is mechazek ourselves. Chazal tell us so clearly, so clearly that when the Rabbi causes a tsora. The purpose is for us to look into ourselves. Don't blame it on this. Don't blame it on that. Just blame it on ourselves. To look into ourselves and see what can we do. Can we renew our relationship with the Rabbein Hashanah in a whole different way? That's what we should be accomplishing on Leil On Leila Seder, we should be sitting there and saying, Rabbi Nishaladim, we are your Am. We are your Avodim. We're no longer the Avodim of Paroi. We're the Avodim of the Rabbi Shalom. We're here to serve you. Look at this. Seder night. We're sitting here. There isn't an ounce of chometz. There isn't a crumb of chometz to be found in my home. There is only Instructions. Because a real Ben-Choyin, a real free person, eats that matzah. And he eats the matzah that represents not only a free person, but represents someone that has restrictions. And that's what we have in our lives. We have the Torah to give us direction. We have the Torah to give us a way of how to live a happy, a healthy, and a very successful and very, very good life. That's what Pesach is. That's what the Yom of Pesach is. That's what the Night of Seder is. And Pe'ezah Hashem. The Reboi give Asiyah That hopefully before Pesach. This is only Shabbat Sagadol. Emetz Hashem. I want to see all of you. Hey, in Yerushalayim, eating from the Zvachim, eating from the Karbonus, we should be together as Khalisrael Yisrael, Ba'achtos, with no problems, with no Tzores, all together, here in Yerushalayim, to celebrate Pesach with the Binyan Ba'ish Lishi, Bim Amen, and thank you all for listening, I really appreciate it, good night.